Welcome to the Course Creator Community Podcast. Your host, Mr. Jono Petrahilos, currently generates over a million dollars a year selling his online courses. And now he teaches you how to do the same. Along with listening to our podcast, make sure to join the Course Creator Community Facebook group. It's one of the largest and most engaged Facebook groups in the space. You'll find the link in the show notes. Anyway, let's get to today's show. All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Course Creator Community Podcast. I am, I'm your host, Jono, and I am super excited because we have an absolute rock star on the line this week. And I know I say that every week about every guest, but this person actually is a rock star. A little bit about her. She's a business pioneer. She's a video ninja. She's a mentor. She's a speaker. And I like her because she comes from the same part of the world from me, or she at least lives in the same part of the world as me, Sydney, Australia. It's the one and only Rebecca Saunders. Rebecca, how are you? Um, what an intro. I'm great. Thanks. That's an awesome one. I am definitely a rock star by those standards, I reckon. Yeah, 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 <laughs> exactly. Um, Rebecca, I've obviously been following you for a, a little while now. I've recently mm-hmm. also subscribed to your podcast. For people listening to this that haven't heard of you do you want to let us know a little bit about what it is you do but also let us know a little bit of the story as well how'd you get into it where are you from give us the 101 on rebecca saunders oh gosh okay the nutshell version um as you rightly said at the beginning i'm considered the video ninja by my clients the background to that sort of nickname is i get in get stuff done and remove all the hassle from video creation both diy stuff and big corporate content so that's where the name came from but if we scale back a bit um been in the industry now for a decade. I moved from the UK to Australia in 2012 with not much more than my passport and like 500 bucks and a dream to live in Australia. And I built my business to sponsor myself to stay in the country. So I essentially fell into video production from the sense of I met some videographers while I recently moved to the country, um, kind of could see that there was a disconnect between what they were doing and what clients were asking. So it's very similar, similar to most creative industries where creatives are so into the detail of what they do and how they do it. And they want it all to be perfect. And they can't to the client. So there was that disconnect piece. And that's how I feel. That's how I started. I filled the gap. Um, My first clients were the likes of LinkedIn and Microsoft and to this day I still couldn't tell you how I managed to pull that off um I had it I still do you are gonna love me or you hate me it's like my mind um and I have the ability just to talk to people as though they're human so there was never any as I've built the company everyone's a human people buy from humans and Mm -hmm. so I've never been um what's the right word I've never been embarrassed nervous Mm -hmm. questioning myself as to whether I should talk to someone because status you know, company name, anything like that. At the end of the day, we're talking to people. So that's how I've built the company. Um, and over the years, it has grown. It started uh, just in Sydney, Australia. We now operate globally in wow. Sydney, uh, across Australia, but cruise, New Zealand, the UK, and parts of America as well. So it's definitely gone from being Australia-wide to global. Um, I have, over the years, then turned my hand to teaching video content because technology has enabled people to go out and film content with their mobile phone or walk into the the store or order from Amazon all the equipment needed to buy, uh, all the equipment they need to buy to make video content. And so we move very fast into teaching people how to create video content, giving them the tools. And some people might go, but why would you do that? Because 
you, you run a production company? Like, why are you teaching it now? Um, and I'm wholeheartedly neither that professional content and DIY content can go hand in hand if done in the right way. Mm. And that belief has literally stood us the test of time because COVID was our biggest, our biggest year, you know, like yeah. while the industry around us was crumbling and businesses were crumbling, we were straight into live streaming, helping speakers recreate their, you know, their content online to deliver, keep, keep their work going, helping people create courses and put that together for them. So yeah, it's been a whole gamut of things and I really can cover off on a lot of different video topics. I'm excited to deep dive into this with you because yeah, you've, you've got my power of a decade of knowledge <laughs> coming your way. So go for it. <laughs> awesome. And just to let the listeners know as well, you do a lot of work with course creators, uh, Rebecca. I believe you've got a course that's yes. tailored pretty much to course creators, right? They can take that course and that goes into detail on how to start the, or how to get started on videos and also how to make them as good as possible DIY, right? Correct. Yeah, I have the Video Academy, which when I started it a few years ago was a course that I ran people through step by step. But the demand for it has been so high that mm -hmm. it made it self-paced. So um, you can access it anytime, jump on in. And it's very clear if you're a beginner, you go from here. And if mm -hmm. you want to deep dive into the big, scary equipment, you can. But you don't have to. So it covers mm -hmm. off on both. Um, and definitely from the bare bones of creating a course, how to get your lighting right, your audio right how to put it together very simply without being tech overwhelming scary. Love it. Well, let's dive into a, a few of these tips, Rebecca. Let's start basics because listening to this podcast, we we have two types of people in the course creator community. We have people that haven't got a course yet, but are interested. And then we have people that already have a course and have already obviously done a bit of video themselves. So let's start with the basic. Let's start with the people that haven't created their course yet. And then as we move on, we'll, we'll help the people out that already have a course and help them make those videos better. But let's say someone hasn't created their course yet. They know they want to create a course. They know there's going to be video content where it's some sort of video, not necessarily a screen share, more like a video of them demonstrating something or, or whatever it needs to be, but they're not quite sure where to start, how good it has to be, how to make sure it's not crap, yada, yada, yada. What are your your best tips for beginners? And we can, whether we do one at a time or you rattle off a few and then we break them down, what are your tips for beginners? Yeah, like I think the biggest thing to remember when creating content and starting it is not to overcomplicate it with buying more stuff that you have no idea how to use mm. and so we've all got mobile phones <laughs> i've you made know, that with... mistake before just to let all the listeners <laughs> know right a lot yeah. of people have you know during covid we had people coming to us going i've spent all this money and bought all this equipment can you teach me how to use it yeah i'm like no because yeah. i actually don't know how to use the stuff yeah, that you yeah, bought yeah. like that's nothing that i would recommend and yeah. so the biggest hurdle that people have to get over to start with is that they're trying to overcomplicate it before they've mm -hmm. started. And so particularly in you know anyone watching this particular podcast version, I know we're doing video and audio for this. I deliberately do um, some of the content that I create using not much more than AirPods, my oh. webcam. And, you know, that's what's in front of me. It's just okay. how I use it. And so, for example, if I said, okay, you just need to make sure your camera is at your eye line. Mm. what does that mean well it just means that 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 little dot for your webcam needs to be what you're looking at and so put your let computer me, let me just adjust something. let me just adjust you know <laughs> <laughs> put your computer on top of something right now mine's stacked on wine boxes mm. you know it gets to the right height and so what what people struggle with is that they think it needs to look good 
on and off the camera. And actually, it doesn't matter what it happens around you and what it looks like around you and how you've set up your computer. As long as you've got that camera eye line right, that's number one. And that's really important because when you're talking down the barrel of the lens, that's what we call it, when you're talking to the camera, your audience will feel as though you're talking to them because your eyes are fixed on the camera. And so that helps with the engagement piece. So number one is that. Number two is going to be audio. So make sure you're using headphones if you can. So AirPods are fantastic. They're wireless. You know, you can hide them under hair. Well, you and I, you and I can't, right? Yeah. Anyone watching <laughs> this can see my AirPods very easily. Um, but anyone with like, you've got, if you've got long hair, you can cover them up. You know, it doesn't, they, they work really well because, again, most people have them. And also it means it's a microphone close to your face. So you don't need to be spending money on a big fancy podcasting mic right now just just mm. just start use what you've got um and uh, have nice even light pushing against your face and that's your bare bones right right now i'll let you into a little secret which is like my absolute hack for lighting yes please when you're using a computer just open up google white open screen google. open up google it's a big white screen and just turn the brightness of your computer screen all the way up so if anyone oh, watching wow. this now if I turn mine right down, you'll see the color change and then back up wait, and the lighting you, works. Well, I, I did it on mine at the same time. Can you do it with, <laughs> can you do it on yours? Yeah. So it goes down and then you can brighten it back up all by just having Google yeah, open on your gotcha. computer screen. Okay. So I haven't got any fancy lights. I haven't got any fancy equipment. That's your bare bones getting it right. Gotcha. Let's even break down a couple of those there. So Rebe mm -hmm. Rebecca mentioned three points eyeline which i think is a, a pretty straightforward one actually i do have a question there what if you're not doing like a, a direct kind of um face-to-face -face kind of video let's say maybe it's a fitness video or maybe it's a music video or something like that mm. does that is that a completely different thing or what, what's your what are your tips there i think you've got to find your style right yeah. and that, that's what something i talk about a lot is you know be sean don't be a sheep you know, mm. it's it's about finding your style and the way that works for you. So if you're doing a fitness video and it's easy to keep looking at the camera, look at the camera when you can. You know, that does help with the engagement. If you're doing a music video or a demonstration video where your hands are in it, obviously that doesn't, you know, the eyeline's not necessary. Um, if you're using multiple camera angles, I, I know that's scary for the beginners, but if you start using multiple ones, you know, you're not always looking at all the camera angles. So you can use them in different ways. But from a basic perspective, if you've got a camera in front of you, you do want to be looking at it. Gotcha. Awesome. Good tip. You mentioned the audio. Now, I love audio, Rebecca. When I first started getting into the, the course side of things, uh, someone told me a quote. It was along the lines of people may <laughs> – you might not like this quote, but I'll, I'll just give the, the example of it. It was essentially I can, I can like – hear it in my head before you say it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's essentially the audio is more important than the video. It's essentially yeah. like if people can't hear what you're saying, doesn't matter how nice your video looks, they're going to turn it off, right? right? If your audio is good, people can hear it clearly. They may, obviously you want the video good as well, but they may settle for okay video, providing that the, the audio is good. So I love how you mentioned audio there. And actually, I'll get your opinion. Would you agree with that? Audio totally. more important? Yeah. yeah. People 100%. will forgive bad visuals if you've yeah. got good audio. And, yeah. you know, the reality of most courses is people aren't necessarily watching them. Yeah. Right. And, and I say that with love because we are creating yeah. content and making the videos, but 
they've got them on a second screen or they're doing yeah. the work that you're teaching them. They're not necessarily watching it. So having that audio is really important. Um, one thing to really check when doing that, it's be in a quiet room, you know, be in yeah. a room where you've got carpet instead of hard surfaces because yeah. it will audio. you don't want the audio to bounce around. You want windows and doors to be closed. You know, you don't want the dog barking or the kids yeah. interrupting. Um, if you're in an office building, don't be near the lift. You know, mm. the constant dinging is going to cause a problem. So it's it's thinking those things through, checking it. You know, this is where the biggest thing where people oh, yeah. not fall down. It's the, oh, really? Like, I just, now I can't use any of it. And it's because they've gone ahead, they've set it all up, and they've recorded yeah. tons of videos, but they didn't watch the first one back. And yep. so they didn't pick up any technical <laughs> issues. And they walk right to the end, right? I feel so, I feel so seen by all these things you're telling me, Rebecca. They're right to the end and then they can't use anything. So test it, you know, move around the house, check yeah. where you want to go um, because audio is really important. That's such a good tip there. I think even just testing is a good good tip in general and on, mm. on many different planes, you know, like if you're going to take a video, obviously, you know, test it first, test the audio, test the 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 um the video as well. Even social media, one of the best tips I ever got from um from someone, and I remember this this going back maybe 10, 15 years ago. They were like, Hey, here's my biggest tip if you're on social media. This is when Facebook was the be all and end all. Like I think yep. it's, I don't even think Instagram was around then. But it was essentially like, hey, create a test Facebook group with only you in there. Right before you do a post or do a video or go live or whatever it is, do it in that test group first, check it out, and then you do it in, in your proper one. And that saved me so many. The amount of times I did it in a test group and the audio wasn't working or the microphone wasn't plugged in or mm -hmm. for whatever reason, the rotation wasn't set up and I was upside down or whatever, like that saved me so many times. So love how you mentioned test there. Uh, and I love love the audio as well because there's a there's a couple things with that with the audio. I'll share my take on it. Um, I think if you're in a quiet room, and yeah, I'd love to get your opinion. If you are in a quiet room, you know, there's no traffic, there's no dogs, you know, there's carpet on the floor, you can get away even without a microphone. Would you Would you agree with that? You can get away with it. Would I recommend <laughs> no. doing it? Probably not. Yeah. Because, because it's very clearly different. Yeah. You know, you can hear the difference between using just your computer microphone and putting and the headphones point. in. Yeah. You know, so I say use AirPods. If all you have is you know, wired headphones, own it. Wear the yeah. wired headphones. It's fine. You know, mm. or you know, go spend that $120 wisely on getting AirPods. Mm. Is that what they are? Is that AirPods are 120? Because you can get them again and again. Um, so, yeah, I, I wouldn't. Oh, about that, aren't they? Okay. It used to be. There may be more. I don't okay. know. I think that there's different variations of them now. I'd love to, you know, <laughs> do different yeah. things. Yeah. Um, I don't have the sound counseling ones. I just have the basic ones. Oh, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I went for the sound counseling. They got me with them. I tried it once and I was like, <laughs> these are good. Okay. So the set of 120. Now, okay. So question with that. Mm. Let's say, um, let's say the microphone, and there's probably a few points to this. I'm using a, a podcast mic at the moment, so a Bluetooth Yeti. I think that was about 120 as well. Yeah. If you ha say someone's listening, they don't have a microphone and they're like, right, should I go out and get the Blue Yeti for 120 or should I go out and get AirPods for 120? What's your, your take on that? Let's take a quick break. 
When it comes to influencer marketing, there's a podcast that covers it all that you will want to add to your playlist. The Influence Factor by the Influencer Marketing Factory. They talk about influencer marketing, social media, the creator economy, social commerce, and much, much more. They cover all aspects, including the creator economy, social commerce, the latest trends, the metaverse, TikTok trends, and that's just the beginning. The Influence Factor by the Influencer Marketing Factory. Add the podcast to your playlist right now. Um, I'd probably go the podcasting mic if you wanted just to have it as a microphone. Yes. Um, if you're trying to make sure that you can reuse it for different things, I'm a big purpose, big purposing person. Yeah. Um, then I'd go headphones. But yeah, if you've got cash to spend, I'd be putting it on a microphone before I put it on a camera. Gotcha. And it's it's kind of like if you've got the AirPods, you use them. If you don't have the AirPods, it's probably worth spending 100, 120 bucks or whatever. Yeah. Get something. Um, if you get the mic like I've got, the Blue Yeti, great. But you're probably only going to be able to use it to podcast. But if you get oh, the yeah, AirPods, well, you can also exactly. use them to listen to music and, and whatnot as well. Um, now, the limitation, I'll tell you what I found the limitation with the Blue Yeti, especially doing business videos, uh, sorry, fitness videos. This only really works for the talking to the camera. Yes. Right. And even then it kind of covers my face and like, I know there's probably ways around it, but it kind of covers that there. Um, I do like, if I'm do, shooting like fitness videos, I like to use the, um, they're not quite Bluetooth. What are, The Road Go. The Have Road seen- Go. Yeah. yeah. They're really great. They're really great. So actually I've got a, a download of equipment. If you just go to rebeccasaunders.com forward slash DIY, I've broken it down into like, don't spend much money up to Okay, here's, oh, the, here's the money sick. you want to spend. And yeah. so, um, obviously, this is my pick of equipment that yeah. you know I, I use and I, I own as, as equipment, but use it as a guide because yeah. you could then go and look at it to go, okay, well, um, I'm wanting to do fitness videos or walkabout videos, or I'm yeah. wanting to cook in the kitchen and do something, and I need to be able to move. Again, headphones are great because you can move with them. Yeah. Um, standard podcasting might be have to sit down or have on a stand yeah can be limiting in that in that capacity so the pell mics are really fantastic for that and the road go um are probably your entry level into um lapel mics there yeah awesome all right that's audio we spoke about then um the lighting so important um i learned this one the hard way as well you know i, I just got into it and i was like hey i'll take a video or whatever uh and then someone's just like john your, your lighting's so bad and i was like well what can i do they're like, you just face the other way. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, face the window. Yeah, that, yeah. that was that that was game change. I just didn't even know that. You know, I was kind yeah. of the window was to the side or whatever. And it was, you know, I'd have shadow on one side, kind of like I do now. They're like, just take your computer and just, you know, put it there. And then it looks <laughs> so much better. So, it makes such a difference. So oh, you, you want the even light in front of you. If you've got a window, sit in front of it. Um just make sure the lighting's nice and even. You don't want to be sat under a fluoro light so you get like horrible glow coming down on you. You want it mm-hmm. nice even from the front. Yeah, yeah. And that that tip there was game changing for me. Just as soon yeah. as it was as soon as it was face the light, face the window, like the video quality got so much better. It makes such a difference. It really does make a lot of difference. Yeah, it's, it's literally <laughs> just turning ninety degrees. You know, exactly. It's, uh, and even yeah. even my Google hack that I shared with you. You know, when Google changes that to being not white anymore, it's going to be annoying. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
Um, awesome. All right. So there's some good basic videos, um, but there are going to be a lot of people listening to this that are like, Rebecca, that's great. But I already knew that, you know, I've created a few courses. I've got yeah. the microphone. I know how to do the light. You know, you're a video ninja. Teach me how to make them even better. What are kind of those, those next, the next um, steps if someone's got those basics down? So then the next sort of steps up could be looking at investing in lights, investing in that camera um, and, and having it as a, if you can, and I know not many people can do this, but if you can um, set up and have it so that you can have it somewhere that's set all the time, Yeah. you know? So I know not many people have space to do that, but if you can, yeah. you can get <laughs> someone, Sydney, right? right? But you can get <laughs> someone to help you set that camera and that lighting up so that the lighting is nice and even on you. So mm. if you've set it up once, you can then mark the floor and then keep walking in and out, you know, as and when you need to. Yeah. So if you're going to go to the effort of doing that, I would be batch recording my content, you know, yeah, stepping yeah, it up, gotcha. putting that microphone on, big camera, proper lighting, set it up well, get someone to help you set it up, and then batch record. So yeah, yeah. that's going to be number one. Um, I'd also... and most guys don't tend to do this but you know ladies invest in an hour of hair and makeup because mm -hmm. it makes such a difference on camera even guys you know if you can get mm -hmm. your makeup done for camera not a lot you're not we're not talking doled up completely but just take the shine off your face with a little bit of foundation mm -hmm. will make a huge difference on camera and it's that kind of stuff that starts to level it up a lot yeah gotcha okay let's expand on a few things there so you mentioned even firstly you mentioned like lights camera uh even just there so let's mm. say lights what's is what's the is the first step a ring light or where do we a portable um, ring first light? step would be a ring light yeah first that would be a ring light and then you're moving more on to led lights so um without scaring too many people if you've got the space again you're looking at your two or three lights set up um like you see professionals start to use, you want small mm. LED lights that you can put in different directions. So it's not just one looking at you. You've got light from different spaces because it brings you to life more. Gotcha. So just so I yeah. get my head around that step, let's say I'm at my desk now. Yep. The easiest thing for me would just be one of those portable ring lights, right? Correct. Correct. Yes. Gotcha. Next step from there would then, I'd probably need a studio because you'd need a studio mm. space. Oh, not really to get you wouldn't need a studio per se okay. but you'd then want to move into like led lighting so you've gotcha. got little led lights that are either battery powered or plug in um, and go on little tripods and okay. so why why i they say you need on a space desk kind of is thing? because um you can get them to go on a desk but if you i tend to film my content away from my desk area because yeah, the two reasons actually actually mainly one is <laughs> my desk is for working and i find it really annoying when i have to pull it all apart put it all yeah, back together again gotcha. so i'd be filming your content somewhere separate if you can um make it you know dress the set behind you make it on yeah. brand you know put some nice props up if you're an author put your books on a nice bookshelf yeah. you know so start playing with the set and where you put your camera so you know, it could be that you've decided you want to sit in an armchair or you want to sit on the top of the desk and have a bit of a wider shot you know mm -hmm. have a bit of a play with that because that's what's going to level up the content even more it's playing with different camera angles again you'll need help with that though you know you need someone mm -hmm. to help you either you play with the camera and put someone on the chair or on the desk or whatever so that you can get the shot right um or vice versa but you need sort of someone to help you with that rather than just your webcam set up where you can do it yourself 
Yeah, gotcha. Okay. And just so I can get my head around this lining a little more as well, I know ring lights are super affordable these days. Mm-hmm. Um, you get it from Kmart, Targa, whatever. Yeah. Are they a good enough start or are they Perfect. just – Okay. Yes. Sweet. Yes, completely. Like awesome. you can you can spend hundreds, thousands, tens of thousands of dollars on all, all this equipment, but unless you know how to use it all and you've got the money to spend, the basic mm-hmm. Kmart and Amazon ring lights are perfect. Yeah. You know, perfect for particularly online courses, um, really easy to use. They're affordable. Yeah. They're accessible. Yeah. Don't overcomplicate it. Yeah. 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 The LED lights, are they, yeah. do they start to get costly or are they? Um, you're probably looking at a, a four or 500 upwards gotcha. um, and they normally come in sets. No, oh, no, okay. sets. Gotcha. So they'll come as like two or three um, yeah. and they'll, they'll come as a set. So uh, again, in the, in the DIY guide, there'll be. Uh, advice on what to look for in there and in the academy in the, in the like um pro section you know the uh advanced section will teach you how to set it up gotcha. so there is all that in there as well awesome okay there's some pretty good tips with the lighting uh the camera what are we mm-hmm. so because i know phone cameras are amazing these days they right are. yeah um but i'm guessing the a, a camera camera is still better what are we sort of, I guess, looking at investing these days for a, for a camera that's got better quality than a than a smartphone? Um, you're probably looking around the fifteen hundred mark. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so that's um, a big jump, right? I feel the it lighting. Is a, it is a big you know? jump, right? You're starting to really jump up, and you're right. Um, when you've got your mobile phone camera, as long as you're using the back camera, which mm. is always better than the front camera, and you're looking at the camera, that's really great. You know, yeah. starting point. But you're looking at fifteen hundred up um to start getting the you know a, a vlogger camera you know you know an entry level big professional let's take a quick break if you want tips and strategies on how to start, grow, and monetize your business online, check out the Digital Revolution podcast with Eli Adams. We interview digital experts from around the world that share their personal stories. They talk about what they're currently working on and where they see the future going. But most importantly, they share tactics in their specific area of expertise with the hope of helping you improve your digital presence online. You can listen to the Digital Revolution podcast on YouTube, Spotify, Apple, iHeartRadio, or simply click on the link in the show notes below. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. So my, my take on that, I feel like the camera would be the last thing for most people, right? If you've already got a phone, I'd say so. you're, yeah. you're using the back end of it. If you can set up a little space, like you mentioned, um, you get the lighting right, you get the eye level right, you do your hair and makeup. That's probably yeah. better than, or not shouldn't say better. It's probably going to give you more bang for your buck than if you got that that expensive camera, right? Completely, yes. Yeah, 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 and very then, much so. And also, if you, and this is where I advocate very much for that DIY and that pro piece, because when you start investing in the equipment to that level, you're wanting to be creating content a lot. And so, what yeah. we're talking about is actually just filming the content, right? We haven't even touched on editing it or how to put it all together once you've done it or you know teleprompters or post-it notes however you want to use them um you've got to start thinking where you're going to spend the cash so mm-hmm. investing in equipment is great but how much time and effort is it going to take for you to learn how to use the equipment how to then get the footage to an editor or edit it yourself and so start thinking about that as well as you go through that course creation stage as you start to 
invest more in making it look more professional because there are ways if you can bulk film that you could work with a videographer or a production company with the right parameters mm. and spend about the same but it will be done yeah you know yeah. You, you're so you could spend that money and get it done for you rather than trying to learn something new so if you're just doing a one-off course might be worth balancing out if yeah. you're going to constantly be creating content regularly you know like you and i are doing podcasts that we do the video for you know you're starting to use the equipment more and more because you're doing lives in your facebook group or your community or all of that stuff go down the, the diy route more invest in equipment but if it's standalone you're just doing one it's not yeah i, I would that. i wouldn't say it's worth it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. we're going to be spending thousands and all this time and whatever like as you yeah, mentioned people don't equate was, their time yeah, yeah you know spend the same even if it's a little bit more it's going to save you all that time buying the equipment setting it up learning it doing the recording getting someone to to be a demo so i think that's a great tip i was also and i was going to add as well so i think that's a good tip there but i also think the batching tip you mentioned earlier where it's like hey oh, if you yeah. are because there's a there's a couple things with that i think if you've got obviously a specific space that can always be there Okay, fine. Maybe batching doesn't matter massively because, as you mentioned, you it's always set up. You know where you can see it or whatever. Um, but if you're going to have to set all that stuff stuff up, that can be a pain in the ass. You're oh like, yeah, I'm going <laughs> to spend half an hour bringing it down, turning it on, testing. Let me stand there and I do a five minute live, and then you know back it all up. Like you're spending more time doing the the stuff than there. So it's kind of like if you're going to go to the effort to set it all up and look at nice and look nice batch it get hours Completely. and hours. do a day of it a couple of days a weekend right yeah yeah so several things there so i'm going to break it down a little bit so number one if you're doing facebook lives and you're doing the big batching content they can look different you know yeah. your facebook lives can look different to your course content so um whilst i say set it up separately if you've got a webcam that looks nice with the background behind you and you want to go live in your group don't overcomplicate it keep mm -hmm. a basic setup for that and do your fancy setup for your video recording yeah, good point um for your batch recording, teleprompters are your best friend. Like it takes time to script content. It does mm -hmm. take time, but it also means that you can, if you stuff it up, you'll say the same thing again. You know, how many times as humans have we tried to record video content and we're like, oh, I said it great better the first time. Mm. You know, oh, how did I say it? How did I say it before? And we get ourselves all tangled up. And before we know it, we're flustered and we're not really sure what we're saying anymore. And so if you can, um, I'd highly recommend teleprompters completely. You know, it will take the stress away and mean you can batch record heaps more because you can just power through them and mm. always say the same thing. Um, and batch recording wise, yeah, you could do a whole day. I would personally recommend that you do it across two or three mornings mm. um, because by the time you get to the end of the day, you're tired, it's yeah. exhausting, and you can actually see the difference yeah, yeah, in the yeah. videos you filmed in the morning and the yeah, videos you filmed in yeah, the afternoon. Yeah. You can really see it. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Yeah. I'm hitting home, aren't I? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, yeah, guilty again, you know. You can just yeah. tell. <laughs> the videos are getting shorter. Your smile's getting uh, less of a smile. Exactly. Your, eyes are get, your eyes are getting more Slarty. of a frown. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Love it. Awesome. All right, cool. So I think there's some good tips there. Have you got a few minutes if we speak about the the post-production side of things, Rebecca? Mm, now we've, sure. we've taken that video. 
um, yeah, we've maybe done some of these either way, whether it's a beginner that's just gone straight with the, the phone and got good lighting and done it, or whether it's someone that's gone a bit more advanced. Now they've got some lighting. They've maybe got a better camera. They've maybe got a specific space. Um, once we've taken those videos, what are some tips we can do editing wise and what programs are we using? Okay. So editing wise, program wise, um, depending on how complex you want to go, you can be using Canva. You know, Canva, the brilliant unicorn of, you know, all yeah. things, and I love it, um, yeah. does offer video editing as part of it. So, you know, if you've got a Canva subscription, have a go, check it out, see, see if you can make it work. Um, keep it simple, though. You know, that's the benefit mm. of um, teleprompters, again, is that there's going to be less mistakes for you to cut out. So if you can ensure that you're doing that less takes the better, you know, less cuts in your content, easier it's going to be to edit so keep that in mind if you're just starting out by yourself don't ever complicate it if you've got a picture mm -hmm. to put up yeah sure put a picture in if you've got a slide to talk to sure add that slide but you know if your videos are two or two to three minutes three to five minutes long um and you're engaging on camera you don't need to have too many edits in that content mm -hmm. so keep it really simple next sort of program up from that have a go at apple imovie if you're on a mac you know, it comes with the computer. There's no extra funds to be yeah. to be spending money on. Next level up from that, I wouldn't go past Premiere Pro. You know, it's part of the Adobe Creative Suite. Um, we teach all three of those programs inside the academy. So you can go at whatever level you want to do. But Premiere Pro, when you start with it, will take you from your basic videos all the way through to your more complex stuff if you yeah. want to learn that, that stuff. So that that's sort of where I'd be going if you're wanting to learn how to edit yourself, mm. outsourcing your editing, be really clear on your brief. You mm. know, again, this is where scripts are really useful because um, you could highlight on your script where you want an exact graphic to come up. And so you're not leaving it to the editor to guess, you know, so there's, there's ways of doing it so that you can really um, minimize the amount of stress backwards and forwards. It's not quite right. If you can be really clear in how you want an editor to do that content. Um, one thing I see people do badly is they want to brand their videos front and center, you know, oh, yeah. every single one. Yeah. You're in a course. Yeah. Right? Oh. That's, what, that's you're, you're inside the course. You don't want to lose people. That's my pet hate. I'm so glad you brought that up. There's nothing yeah. I hate more when going through a course and there's that, you know, the, the, the same thing. It's not even, it's, it's, I say it's not that long, but it's even if it's, you know, five seconds of a five minute video, like that's just not a five seconds I want back. And it's the you exact same thing. Yeah. It literally yep. that turns me Don't off. Don't do it. I'm so Don't glad you brought that up. If you want yeah. to put your branding on it, stick a watermark on it, yeah. right? Stick your logo in the corner and yep. just leave it there. We do yep. not need your name to pop up, you know, yep. your logo to pop in. Your yeah. fancy intro that you've had made, put on every video. No, yeah. no, no, no. Keep it even simple. You, Save that for your promo stuff. But you're in a, exactly. But you're in a course anyway. Like your yeah. logo is probably in the top right of your, your Kajabi or whatever it is anyway. Yep, exactly. So again, yeah. this is where people complicate it, right? Because yeah. all that stuff takes time. Whereas actually, if, if you nailed it, you become a one-take wonder. And of course, all of this takes time, right? So for the newbies out there, constantly looking at other people going, oh, I can't get to that. I can't get to that. My biggest fun thing, scroll back to the beginning of their YouTube channels yeah. or their social media accounts and look where they started. Yeah. You know, everyone's got to start somewhere. So stop comparing yourself to others and just get it going because practice will make it perfect. 
yeah. and the more you practice the better you're going to get so right. I, yeah I that's where i'd be going with that well i love how you mentioned that as well because i feel like um I, I prefer the sales and marketing side of things but i give the same advice hey, don't go and get on every single social media platform and, and try and master them all at once. Pick one, you know? Hey, mm -hmm. master SEO. Go and spend three to six months just learn. Okay, great. Now you've got that. Now go over and learn Facebook ads, you know? Exactly. Spend three. Okay, now you've done that. Similar kind of thing to what you're saying, right? You got your, your basic stuff. Hey, go and get a spotlight. Go and master how, or the ring light. You know, go and master how to use this. Okay, great. Now you got that. Now let's get mm -hmm. some LED lights. Okay, now let's go and master how to use those, you know? All right, cool. Or, or even maybe microphone before that. Let's get a microphone. Yeah. You know, let's go. But and... if you buy all of it at once, you've got yeah. all these things to learn and you're not going to do it because you then just get bamboozled with all of the things. And you're like, well, this is really too hard. No, yeah. I'm out. And you don't start. So just keep it simple. Keep it simple. Yeah. True. Now, I've, I want to go back and ask a question about the editing. So I'm a mm. Mac guy. I love yeah. iMovie. It's, it's, for me, it's pretty, I'm not a tech guy, but I can get my way around iMovie pretty easily. And there's all sorts of good yeah. tutorials and that on, on YouTube and whatnot. So I, I, I like that. I haven't tried the Campbell one, I'm get, but as you mentioned, that's kind of the step down anyway. Uh, yeah. I'm guessing the Adobe Premiere is more people that are really into it, right? I'm guessing that's really into it. Yeah. Yeah. Most. Yeah. That's next level. Yeah. Most course grades probably wouldn't do that unless they're into that sort of stuff or their course is on video or all that side of stuff, would you say? Yeah, I'd say so. And realistically, like you're teaching a skill that you're, you're teaching your course on skills that, you know, like, yeah. what, what other people have the skills as editors, you know? So if you want to yeah. film your own content, great. You don't need to necessarily, if you want to get all complicated and crazy, pay someone to do it. Like yeah. brief, brief, well, get deadlines in place. Um, if you brief well and make sure that you've got deadlines in place, it's not going to stretch out on budget. You know how much it's going to cost. It's mm -hmm. not going to blow out time-wise either. Um, so that that's also where the failing comes down. If you're going to start using a pro, it's that lack of briefing and timelines and understanding of cost up front. Because if you get that right, then it, it will work. It's when you don't have those conversations where you start to have um, unraveling and lengthy project time. Yeah, hundred percent. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. I think also from the course creator side of things as well, it's like you've got your own skill set. It's kind of like let's mm. say you're a fitness person, as an example. If you've got to be a fitness person and also got to be a videographer, like it's going to be hard to be unless you've got a natural passion of it or you grew up doing it. It's going to be hard to be the expert of both of those things, right? It's kind of very like much so. Yeah, and you know, most course creators, I'm, and I'm, I, you know, saying that generally, courses are the side bit to an already existing yeah. business or skill, you know? Yeah. So you're already running your business, whether it's bricks and mortar or service or whatever it is. And you're adding that online component to strengthen it and reach more people. When have you got time to learn it? Yeah. Right? So if you yeah. want to make it really complex, have a conversation and understand how to brief properly so that it doesn't cost you the earth. But if you're doing it yourself, iMovie is wonderful. It, mm -hmm. Is it free on a, on a Mac? Yeah. Um, I don't know what the equivalent is on Windows. Yeah. Sorry, <laughs> it used to be... It used to be Movie Maker, and it's changed. So yeah. I, I don't know what's in my head. They have a, well, I don't think they have a free one because that's a question no. that often comes up in my Facebook group. And mm -hmm. I think there's – is it Camtasia or, or – Camtasia. Um, you can do very basic edits in QuickTime as well if okay. you download the QuickTime thing. And when I say basic, you can trim things in and out. You can't yeah. add in intros and outros. But as we just said, you're inside a course. You don't need all that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. 
Awesome. All right. Well, hey, Rebecca, that's pretty much all I wanted to get through in terms of DIY video side of things. There's just a few questions I like to ask all my guests to finish up with. Uh, mm-hmm. The first one is around course platforms. Now, I think I know what you use, um, yeah. but I suggest to everyone, what platform do you use to host your courses on and how do you find it? I use Kajabi and I absolutely love it. My whole mm-hmm. website's on it. My whole business runs on it. Yeah. Um, really easy to use. Yeah. That's my hands down recommendation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it is the best as well, personally. The mm. only down point is it can be costly if someone's starting off. You know, Correct. if you're starting off and you're new, I think I think the basic package isn't too bad, a hundred bucks or US bucks, something like that. But if you want multiple courses, you're paying kind of five hundred bucks or something. And hey, it's worth it. Um, but there's other options if someone's starting off, which may not be five hundred or something. But term- Correct. It's I, I'm also gonna start with a pinch of salt though, because mm. If you can get the course created and utilize like the 30 day free trial. So before mm. you've signed up to it, have it ready yep. so that when you start that 30 days, it's a couple of days of uploading and then you've got 30 days to get people into the course because I'm a big fan of doing things once, right? Yeah, so if you go and find like a cheaper alternative or a free platform or however you want to do it, the hassle of moving things to mm. another platform when you're further down the line can be a monstrous task so yes while cost is a factor and i'm not saying you have to do it on kajabi there's many Mm. other platforms um i'd be thinking long term not Mm. just now because the idea of moving things you know when you've intricacy like made it look fantastic and you've got all the content it's taken ages to upload on your internet and then you have to move it for a change platform that sounds like a bit too much hard work for me (laughs) guilty of of that one as well um and now final question rebecca I'm curious to hear who your biggest mentors have been in the kind of marketing space. You're obviously a mentor for plenty of people out there now. Uh, and mm-hmm. if you could answer this in three different ways, if you could give us a unpaid mentor, so someone that you haven't paid, but you follow them on social media, you listen to their podcast, whatever it may be, uh, someone that you have paid, you've taken their course or done their coaching program and a book that you read that really helped yourself market yourself. So mentors, paid, unpaid, and book. Oh, this is toughy because it changes year on year sometimes. Mm. So, um, okay, so mentor paid. I have worked with the fabulous Janine Garner for the last six years. Um, invested deeply in that, went straight into her inner circle and love working with her because she's she also goes about learning and upskilling herself as well. So mm. I'm not just sat at that level of sometimes you can find yourself sat and you're not learning, you reach the top and you have to keep finding the next person. Mm. She's also learning. So the education just keeps on coming, which I love. That's what I love about that. Um, Unpaid mentor. Oh, so many people that I follow. You can rattle off a few Mm. if you want. So I'm I'm loving following um, the likes of Denise Duffield Thomas at the moment Mm. um, around that money mindset and the mindset around abundance and space to be creative um and the same with simon cynic i listen to his podcast so i put those two sort of as my regulars right now that i listen to and watch and follow because it's the nuggets of gold you get from the podcasts that you're like oh yeah if i do give myself that creative space if i do give myself space their creativity comes and oh yeah you know that that kind of stuff so they'd be my unpaid ones at the moment and then book wise I can't do Denise twice. I'm not going to do that. Her book's really good, though. I did thoroughly enjoy um, reading 
Kendra Scott's new book. So Kendra Scott is a jewelry designer um, in the States. She, her new book came out only a couple of months ago. I couldn't put it down, like absolutely read it, demolished it in a couple of days, just in terms of her story of failures, failure in business and getting up and going again, um, was really quite close to home um, in terms of feelings and and how you get through that and just little things that she does to get to the next level and putting herself in different rooms. So that would be my book recommendation. Um, I think her book is called Shine, I think. It's on my bookshelf. It's got a bright yellow color cover. Awesome. Give it a plug bright yellow. Shine by who, Ken- sorry? Kendra Scott. It might not be the right name, so hold on. Let me just <laughs> – let me check it. I do awesome. want to run over and look at it. Yeah, um, yeah good. Uh, as you're doing that, Rebecca, once you get the name there, I'll just ask the, the final oh, question. Oh, I was, cl- I was oh. close, Jono. It's Born to Shine. There we there go. go. We would have found that we close. shine anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you would have. Really awesome. good book. Well, Rebecca, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of people watching this, listening to this, that are like, okay, this woman is cool. I want to follow her. I want to take her course. I want to see what she's up to. Uh, where, Firstly, where do we go to follow you? And then secondly, where do we go to take your course? All right. So um, I'm on all social platforms under at the Rebecca Saunders, but I'm most active on Instagram. So that's where you'll find me hanging out the most. Um, For the course, head over to rebeccasaunders.com forward slash the video academy or just forward slash academy and you'll find the video academy. So it's on there. Click of a button straight in, get learning, get, get creating. Awesome. And I'll put those links in the show notes. Um, That's all I wanted to cover. Rebecca, anything I should have asked you that I forgot to, or anything you want to finish us off with? I don't I don't think so. I think we've covered a lot. And I think if we started to open another can of worms, the conversation will go much longer and mm. the nuggets of gold will scare the people off that are just starting out. So no, take what we've given you. You've got enough to learn from. <laughs> Let's not scare people. Awesome. All right, Rebecca, thank you for your time. Thank you so much. Hey, course creators, real quick before we get into today's episode, I've got a little favor to ask. As a lot of you are probably aware, one of my goals for this year is to get this, is to massively grow this podcast and get it to be one of the top ranking podcasts in the, the marketing space. Uh, to do that, what really helps is if I can generate as many uh, ratings as, as reviews as possible from listeners. So if you're a returning listener, if you could take a couple seconds and just give me a, a quick rating and review on Apple or Spotify or whatever platform you listen to, that would mean the world, that would mean the world to me. Anyway, let's get to today's show. <laughs> 